Hello, Wichita. Welcome to Council Chat. With me today is my good friend, Vice Mayor uh, Becky Tuttle. Um, today we're going to be discussing petitions for public improvements, the Board of Bids and Contracts. We'll also be looking at an adjustment to the Golf Fund budget in Districts 1, 4, and 6, and in my district, District 3, as well as Districts 1 and 6, we are considering a 2023 Dirt Street Paving Program, which I think is a good thing for um, a lot of areas in these districts. Um, we're going to start out paving dirt roads around schools. That's to help with children's allergies and whatnot. Um, so this is a really, this is a new program that we're doing, and I am uh, tickled pink that we're, we're getting some of these things done. So um, I appreciate the work that staff has put in on these, uh, on these items. As always. Well, first of all, how are you doing? Did you have a good week? It, it's it's been it's been. Um, I, I enjoy the fall season. I enjoy the scary movies that come with Ooh, the end of okay. October. Okay. Okay. Middle of October. So it's. I mean, the temperature's been great outside. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying life right now. Well, good. I I'm a huge movie buff, but not as much the scary movie buff. So there might be one or two that I try and sneak in. But yeah, and next week's going to be in the 60s. So I'm really excited. I like sweater and boot weather, not right. coats, but sweater and boots. So, so yeah, and yeah, and starting to put soups in the slow cooker. That's right. really exciting for me too. Football. Yeah, sorry. But um, going back to the item that you mentioned, the Dirt Street paving program, just one thing that I thought would be important maybe to highlight for anybody who might be watching is that this is a 10-year program and that we're going to spread the cost and the project over 10 years so um, when we do something like this new you know we always have to try and make sure that we're communicating as much as we can to community members so that um, the residents who are later in the project aren't upset when they see it starting Um, so over the next 10 years um, starting in in 2023 um, we're going to have a million dollars I think budgeted and and, um, go maybe up to $4.5 $4.5 million by 2030. So it will be a slow process, but it'll be the first start of the process. That's right. So yeah, just wanted to make sure we highlight that for anybody who might be watching. Right. And um, also highlight, it'll be geared towards um, low income houses um, as well after we get done paving the dirt roads around schools. Now this will just be an asphalt overlay, so it's not the full curb and gutter. Um, but again, it's it's a great program, and it's going to do some good things for people in those neighborhoods. Yeah, so it says, the, I think we said the first priority is for dirt streets that are within approximately one block of a school, and that they are presently treated with um, some dust suppressant that we use twice a year. So, um, again, it'll be, and then it says all streets comprised um, 10 lane miles that are expected to be paved within um, the first four years of the program. So, um, just an interesting project and something that, as you mentioned, and I'd like to echo the staff has worked really hard on so glad to see it appreciate our engineering team a great deal in public works oh yeah they they do uh great work and they're not seen as much as um a lot of other of the people around city hall so we want to make sure and give them their their props and the shout outs uh, when as often as we can absolutely um also speaking of paved streets nice segue right uh we're going to be looking at our outsourced pavement 
preservation program. And if anybody is ever interested in reviewing this, when I go and meet with neighbors who are maybe concerned about the conditions of their streets or roads, I always take them a copy of this and make sure that I show them how they can find it online. But if you go to wichita.gov and then there's a tab at the top that says get information and then you go under public works and utilities and then streets and then under there there's a drop down bar and the outsource pavement preservation program is there. Um, I use it I can't even tell you how many times a week whenever I get a concern about a resident just to be able to find where projects are and how they're prioritized and learn about the multiple um, different resources that we utilize to be able to take care of our roads. And we've really had a change in philosophy over the last few years, especially when Alan King came. And, you know, most of the time you think about just taking care of the worst roads first, but then what happens is, you know, kind of spirals down. So they actually have a rating process and then that determines to what treatment it may be. Maybe it's, you know, crack seal or whatever, whatever they determine our our public works team or certainly are the content experts. But um, we'll be looking at this agenda item on Tuesday and funding the funding of 12.8 million um, for 2023 street repair. So just another great program. And and something too, I think that's really important is that the community understand that we do have a plan and this is a a well thought out calculated plan for how we address road maintenance. It's not just some random, you know, random process. Right. There's a, there's a formula that they have a real efficient formula where they take when the when is the point in the cycle to uh, repair the road, uh, also the current grading of the road. So there's a lot that goes into when exactly we're going to repave the roads and what exactly we're going to do to preserve the roads. So that way it's uh, less cost of us down the line. Yep, that's exactly right. And it's never really popular, but something we always have to discuss is water and sewer rates and fee adjustments. Um, this make It's just crucial to make sure that we're providing clean water and the resources that our community needs, not, as community, not only as community members, but then also for our businesses and industries. Um, so our two main sources of revenue for the water and sewer utilities are rates and user fees. So we're going to be considering the recommended by staff, and we've had a workshop about this, so we've already discussed this thoroughly, um, I think last month, um, for our recommendation rates for 2023 are 6.25 for water and 3% for sewer. So it would be a combined rate adjustment of 4.95%. So we work really hard. The staff, again, does an amazing job of just really striving that we don't have to have rate increases very often and then also not very much. We're very cognizant of our most vulnerable populations and businesses are small businesses who this impacts them as well so a lot of care and thought and consideration goes into this and I'm glad that we had the workshop so that the community could also have an opportunity to hear more I haven't heard anything from my constituents regarding this yet so um, hopefully that means they understand and they're okay but always welcome community feedback anytime right and this is a, a point to where if we want good service we have to pay for it we're actually really competitive compared to other cities our size around the country. Great. Um, if you go back and you look at the workshop, they'll have comparisons to Fort Worth and Nebraska, Omaha, Nebraska, um, some of the other cities that are, you know, we're pretty close to regionally and in terms of size. Um, we actually do pretty well with uh, the rates. Now, we got to look at this because we have two of the biggest projects in the history of Wichita coming up mm-hmm. with the water treatment plant that's... You know, it, it's chugging along there, and 
uh, the sewage treatment facility, the BNR facility, that is going to be the second largest project in the history of Wichita. Um, construction starts on that next year. So, um, again, if we want the quality services, we have to pay for them. And that's what these adjustments are. So it was interesting um, last, and kind of getting off topic a little bit, but now, um, last week I had the opportunity to attend the League of Kansas Municipalities Conference, and I had several colleagues from across the state saying how envious they were that during my term I'm getting to build a brand new state-of-the-art water treatment plant and sewage treatment plant, that I'm a part of the process. Um, and then also there was a trade show for um, the participants, and they had you know different industries that build these types of facilities or service these types of facilities. And when I said we were from Wichita, they were really excited. So, you know, never thought I'd be excited about a sewage treatment plant in my career, but it really is two legacy projects that will be utilized for generations to come. And and so for me, it's it's not only gives me a a great deal of pride, but being involved in the process with you, especially with the BNR and selecting um, the design firm, it's, I've just learned such a, such a great deal. I, I tell people it's not easy to make clean water it takes a lot more than people think but when i turn on my faucet and it comes out i'm awfully glad it does right right right. and and what we're doing here is we're setting the stage for the future growth of wichita if we do this now take care of basic services now in the future we can concentrate on big ideas what we're going to do with downtown what we're going to do with growth and retaining talent that's a great point thank you for making that point i appreciate that um also something that is a particular interest to a lot of us. Um, we're going to have an ordinance related to the possession of catalytic converters. Um, I'm sure many of you have heard in the news over the last couple of years just the rise in theft of catalytic converters. People are cutting them out within less than a minute, crawling under the car, cutting them out, and taking off with them. And what they're interested in is the precious metals that are inside mm-hmm. of the catalytic converters. So um, we're doing what we can. We have a plan coming up that um, you have to essentially um, have a legitimate reason for having a catalytic converter in your possession. If you don't, then we are going to be able to um, do some things as far as tracking them down, uh, making sure that they're, they're not stolen from anybody. So this is a good thing that we're, we're taking a proactive approach to this and doing what we can. Um, Our hands are tied somewhat because of um, some state regulations in regards to some of the scrapyards. So this is our answer to it, trying to figure out the best we can what we can do um, to address this issue. Yeah, I was reflecting back when I saw this agenda item, and it actually came up at my district advisory board meeting. One of my um, very well-informed community-engaged community members who serves on my DAB asked me about it, and I said I was looking forward to reading the ordinance and, and learning more. But I was reflecting back that we had a meeting about this, the council and South Central delegation back in 2019. So we've been looking at this and thinking of creative solutions. And and our city manager, Bob Layton, has said when he's been talking to me about this and trying to catch me up to speed that this they feel that this is a really creative solution to the problem. We had 187 reported thefts in 2019, and it went up to 1,360 in 2021. So it really is a problem right. that's growing, and we need to make sure that we address it. So there's seven different criteria that people who have to meet to be able to, you know, not kind of disobey the ordinance, if you will. I certainly need to learn the language more, but just glad that we're addressing it and and looking at the problem. Right. Yeah. I agree. Um, So do you have a good week? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, the week was good. Um, I'm looking forward to this weekend. The Kansas City Chiefs are playing oh, the Buffalo Bills. That okay. is a big game. Um, and I think we're going to take the family out to the pumpkin patch. Nice. And Very maybe good. And even decorate the yard. Um, Excellent. We do have my district breakfast is this um, Saturday at 930. So okay. anybody listening, you're more than welcome to come down and check it out we will be having the canine unit there excellent excellent um, one of the highlights for me this week and i hope for the community too for those who got to either go in person or to um, view online was we had two of our candidates for the wichita police department chief in town this week and so we got to spend some time meeting with them and interviewing them and then um, i was fortunate because at my district advisory board meeting was wednesday instead of tuesday Um, afterwards i spent some time just visiting visiting with my dad and talking with them several of them had been to the open house and so they had you know comments and questions so um I, I think that the process of having that community forum I said this last week I said it um you know during the interviews but not only for the community staff council key partners to get to meet the candidates but then also for the candidates to get to see our community um in a way they're interviewing us too right both of them are coming from way far away and maybe haven't been as familiar with kansas so we need to make sure that it's a good fit um and that this is the community that they want to live in because we hope they'll come and stay for a long time and and do a great job so glad that they got to meet the community and, and get a flavor for how great of a city we are and how passionate our community members are you're right they're learning as much about us as we are about them and it's always important to have public feedback and um, just an open process for the public to get to become aware and educated about the people who are going to be serving them here yeah. in the next couple of years yeah excellent lots of good stuff this week it's been a busy week and then this weekend um i have an event tomorrow um a fundraiser that i'm involved in so i'll be with that most of the day and the weather's supposed to be spectacular it's an outdoor event and if you ever plan events when you plan an outdoor event it's always you know you're you're crossing every finger that you'll have good weather and it's supposed to be 76 and sunny so yeah. it's not going to get any better than that so we're certainly fortunate for that and then sunday i think i'm going to pull out some Halloween decorations too yeah Yeah. I try not to buy my Halloween candy too soon because then it disappears right (laughs) (laughs) so I've been known to buy my Halloween candy like on October 30th (laughs) just to make sure that the trick-or-treaters actually get it (laughs) and and not me (laughs) my wife has a couple of hiding spots around the house that I have not discovered yet I have a friend who only buys candy she doesn't like and I said well that's probably the candy that no one likes (laughs) (laughs) the black licorice (laughs) whatever it maybe so yeah all right so anything else for this weekend no no i'm just spending time with the family and recharging the batteries and back here next week um kicking butt for the city i guess yeah excellent well i hope you have a great weekend thank you for joining me today thank you for anyone who is watching Uh, be sure to subscribe on apple spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts thank you have a good weekend wichita